0: welcome to searching for the question live Uh, my name is David Orban and I am very glad to have you uh, following the show before we start uh, I want to invite you to participate actively by asking questions making comments on any of the platforms uh, where you are following on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, on Twitch, we will be able to consolidate uh, these comments and to provide you with answers, um, reply to your comments, and uh, make this uh, as interactive as possible. Uh, Also, uh, if uh, you uh, enjoy uh, what uh, I create uh, together with my uh, team, I invite you uh, to become A fan, a supporter, a sponsor, or a benefactor on patreon.com slash David Orban. The theme uh, of uh, today is that of jolting technologies. And what I want is to illustrate this uh, paradigm that I announced uh, a little more than a year ago uh, with uh, a lot of specific examples. And then to invite you to become a subscriber on the Jolting Technologies courses uh, that I uh, recently launched, where you will be able to learn about uh, the implications uh, of this paradigm and how it impacts your life, uh, the business models of your um, uh, companies and enterprises, but also how it uh, impacts civilization As a whole. So um, the understanding of uh, jolting technologies uh, can start with a very simple mathematical formulation. A jolt uh, is the measure of the variation of acceleration. So we all have um, a day to day experience of what is a jolt. If you think about it, your car uh, will never move instantaneously from a standing position to its uh, maximum, uh, hopefully legal, speed. And it will not reach from zero to that maximum speed uh, with a constant acceleration depending on the model of your car or whether we are talking about an internal combustion engine car or electric car uh, on uh, the um, style of your driving and how heavy your foot is on the accelerator, well, there will be a given shape that the acceleration itself will have during uh, this period of time as you go from zero to To let's say 60 kilometers or 60 miles an hour and the measure of that shape is what we call jolt and it can be positive or negative because the same thing happens uh, when you break when you break um, you may realize that you need to stop sooner than you expected or that you were going faster than you expected, or that the conditions of the road are worse. And after having started to brake, you decide that you really need to slam your feet on the uh, on the brake pedal. And as a consequence, your deceleration is going to increase. That is also a jolt. Um, another example of you experiencing a jolt is Uh, When you are in uh, the um, uh, entertainment parks and uh, there is the latest thrill ride that uh, you want to experience. And when you sit down, you realize, wow, this harness is really very tight. And actually, the attendant, before letting the uh, thrill ride start, will lower um, uh, head restraint, Uh, so that your neck uh, can only move a little bit left and right. uh, And, uh, well, you realize this is really going to be an extreme experience because that head restraint is so uh, that uh, if you don't pay attention and uh, keep a very uh, set uh, position, You don't want uh, your neck to snap. And the people who designed and implemented the ride realized that that is why they put on the um, head restraint and the forces that you feel, the excitement induced by the unexpected nature of those forces, is also your day to day experience with a jolt. Um, in particular, even if uh, the, the ride is at a constant acceleration or even as it is a constant speed, but it describes uh, a curve whose radius is variable, for example, Uh, rather than describing a normal circle, it will be kind of a a spiral where the radius uh, is ever uh, shorter. Well, that will physically and mathematically represent um, a variable acceleration and as a consequence, a non-zero jolt. So there you go your ability to understand and experience what is a jolt is very close as close as uh, the next time you are going to be uh, in a car or next time you are going to be uh, in um, uh, in a in a thrill ride uh, in an entertainment park and there are many many other examples in your daily life Um, when you are in the, on a subway or uh, uh, riding a bus, well, sometimes uh, you are not holding uh, uh, tightly enough or at all uh, on uh, on the um, uh, handrail or whatever allows you to stay um, upright and and not fall. Uh, And, well, depending on uh, the the conditions and how the driver is, uh, you may have to pay attention because uh, it could be a jolting ride. As a matter of fact, uh, the uh, employment contract of the New York um, Mass Transit Authority imposes to the drivers that they should not drive uh, in a manner that imposes jerking and jolting on, uh, the, um, uh, on the on the on the customers of the transportation service, and if they do, they can be fined and even um, let go. So um, it is important for those uh, drivers to be very smooth operate with a constant acceleration and deceleration so that uh, people can be safe uh, on the buses and in the subways. Now, jolting technologies are the technologies that exhibit this kind of variable rate of acceleration in their power in their power of influencing the world and changing the world. Now, we are biased. We are biased towards a certain direction in this change. So we will uh, always pay closer attention to those uh, whose power is increasing rather than decreasing, whose uh, ability to change the world uh, gets ever larger and it gets larger faster than we would expect those are the dol- jolting technologies that uh, that i will uh, illustrate and that is the subject of the jolting technologies paradigm as we uh, look at uh, how it uh, changes the world so um in order to to do that uh, it is worth uh, uh, doing a little bit of a of a premise uh, because. Uh, when uh, 12 uh, years ago uh, I was part of the team that designed the uh, Singularity University at the NASA Research Park uh, in California uh, what we were uh, looking at and what we really wanted to um, popularize and uh, and uh, uh, make uh, available as a mindset Uh, to the broadest possible number of people uh, was the understanding of um, the power of exponential technologies. I am moving the microphone because I realize that uh, uh, the camera uh, uh, wants to uh, actually um, have the microphone uh, in focus so let me see if I can put myself in focus, uh, take the autofocus away, and then I can bring the uh, microphone back and still uh, be in in focus for for the um, for the live stream. Let's see if this is now working. Okay, I think it is better. Um. So at Singularity uh, University, we would be looking at exponential technologies and we would be illustrating the uh, advancing of um, the power of computers and smartphones and uh, uh, the digital cameras and many, many other things, of course, with the lens of exponential technologies. And you can still uh, go to uh, su.org, the website of Singularity University, and um, um, experience a lot of content and participate in a community that will uh, tell you about the power of uh, exponential technologies. And what we would tell you is that it is important to understand that, yes, a linear approximation of what is happening is often possible, especially when the pace of change uh, is relatively slow. It is not going to be very uh, unreasonable to apply a very, very simple linear interpolation uh, to the data that is available. And then extrapolate from uh, that um, set of data and expect a given future change or a given future performance but that you will have to be extremely careful because uh, the exponential nature of phenomena is such that if you believe your own uh, interpolation and extrapolation you could be Um, fooled to a mortal degree when uh, the uh, reality is going to be completely different in a short amount of time than not what that kind of model will tell you. Uh, A very famous example of this uh, was when AT&T gave up uh, on uh, uh, the um, mobile phone market because based on uh, this kind of linear thinking, uh, the uh, business consultants that they hired produced a report that said that over the course of the next 10 years, there would be less than a million uh, mobile f- phone subscribers. Uh, and um, it, it was a huge mistake because there were tens of millions and soon hundreds of millions of mobile phone subscribers in the u.s and of course billions uh, across the world and atnt based on that linear uh, mindset and linear thinking uh, was unable to realize uh, what kind of um, changes would have been um, happening so moving from a linear mindset to an exponential mindset from linear models to exponential models uh, is uh, hard but necessary and what i am telling you is that similarly the exponential model is just an approximation of a more sophisticated model based on a jolting mindset and that yes you can Uh, uh, at a first instance, Um, just think about the um, data and the reality around you as uh, if it were an exponential uh, set of changes. Mm -hmm. And uh, you would be served well in, in a lot of cases. But you have to keep in mind that it is just an approximation and you have to be careful and aware that a different interpretation might be necessary, one that understands that indeed you are in front of a phenomenon, of a technology, of a change that has a jolting nature. So let me give you several examples uh, that uh, illustrate this and uh, give you some guidance of the implications uh, and uh, then how to uh, apply and acquire this kind of mindset uh, that uh, should uh, then become kind of a second nature. You should really aim uh, to be able to ask the right questions uh, around the models uh, that uh, others potentially propose you ask is this linear or is this going to be exponential is this exponential or is this going to be jolting everything that uh, i am going to show you uh, is available and accessible on uh, the jolting technologies uh, website on jolting.co So um, make sure that you bookmark the the site, that you subscribe to the um, RSS feed of the blog posts uh, so that uh, you are also uh, alerted uh, every time there is uh, uh, some new piece of information on the the website uh, or uh, that actually you subscribe to the newsletter uh, of uh, the, the the Jolting Technologies um, announcements, which uh, is another way of uh, learning about uh, what is going on. So uh, the original uh, announcement uh, of the Jolting Technologies paradigm was uh, little more than a, a year ago, uh, as part. Uh, of uh, the series of videos that I produce on a weekly basis uh, called The Context. Uh, The Context gives you uh, a a broader and deeper understanding of uh, what are the implications of uh, themes uh, and ideas that are floating around in the world and uh, that go beyond uh, what uh, the extremely short attention span induced by uh, the obsessive uh, uh, rhythm of uh, the news uh, cycle could uh, imply. And uh, uh, in episode uh, 12 of uh, season 2 of the context, uh, I uh, spoke about uh, how jolting technologies can be uh, uh, exemplified in many uh, different ways. The first example that I... Uh, showed is uh, that uh, of a uh, of a rocket. Uh, as um, a rocket uh, takes off uh, with uh, its uh, uh, engine at full uh, throttle, the uh, rocket, by definition, brings uh, with itself the propellant uh, that uh, is going to uh, oxidize. Uh, with uh, uh, oxygen, and actually um, even the oxidizer is on board uh, with the rocket because uh, once it is out of the atmosphere, um, it doesn't have oxygen available uh, to perform the chemical uh, transformation that will give the energy uh, uh, for the reaction that will push uh, the rocket forward. And with uh, Newton's equation, um, that uh, uh, force uh, equals um, mass uh, by acceleration, we have a very simple um, conclusion. (laughs) Where is it? There there are too many equations here. Wait a minute. There you go. So um, since we assumed, that's what I said at the beginning, that uh, the uh, rocket engine is at full throttle, the force is uh, constant. But since the mass uh, is diminishing, because the propellant and the oxidant are consumed as they are pushed out uh, of of the rocket nozzles, by definition, the acceleration of the rocket is going to be increasing. And hence, the rocket is going to experience a jolting um, phenomenon a jolting acceleration. This also means that uh, the, the rocket equations is, uh, themselves uh, are uh, not going to be as uh, as uh, simple uh, as um, uh, you would uh, you would exac- expect um, uh, with a with a more approximate more uh, naive um, assumption. Exactly because uh, we are not talking about a a system of uh, constant uh, acceleration, but we are talking about uh, a system of uh, variable uh, acceleration. Now, the next uh, uh, example uh, that I quote uh, here is. Uh, actually um, an application of a series of technologies that have uh, um, a consequence in a very, very important field uh, that uh, we call synthetic biology. The field of synthetic biology um, concerns itself with a deep understanding of the building blocks of life both in terms of input, in its ability to scan uh, what are uh, uh, proteins doing, or viral components, or DNA um, that uh, are the recipe of uh, the makeup of all the organisms, or in terms of output, creating proteins, or viruses, or Variable length uh, uh, of DNA. And our ability of uh, uh, decoding um, gene sequences, uh, our ability to print uh, genomes is uh, improving. But it is not improving at a constant speed it is not even improving at a constant rate of acceleration. It is improving at an increasing rate of acceleration. Um, A famous um, exponential uh, development is uh, what we call Moore's law related to uh, the increasing power of computers uh, that are expected and have for 50 years and more Followed uh, um, an exponential curve of doubling in power every couple of years, and on this uh, uh, chart you can see the um, uh, the uh, uh, blue line uh, that is the um, that is the uh, uh, line um, following Moore's law. And the reason why this is a line, even though we are talking about an exponential phenomenon, is because uh, you see that the vertical axis of this chart represents orders of magnitude. In particular here, it represents the cost of sequencing um, a, a, a genome that Um, according to the National Human Genome Research Institute, went from um, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in the uh, early 2000s to $10 million in 2007 or so, then to $10,000 in 2011 or so and to $1,000 in 2019, actually, uh, we had a, a promotions for whole genome sequencing of human genomes uh, for a few hundred dollars uh, during the, uh, the past um, season of uh, you know Thanksgiving uh, gifts, uh, when this kind of genetic uh, sequencing is very popular. Because it allows you to uh, tell very funny or scary stories uh, around uh, uh, relatives, um, newly discovered, uh, heretofore unknown uh, relatives, uh, and 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 so on. So uh, we are now in a situation uh, where, from hundreds of millions of dollars, we are now talking about hundreds of dollars over the course of. 20 years, the cost of gene sequencing the human genome uh, decreased a million fold. And this decrease was not constant. It experienced an increasing rate of reduction in in the cost. You see that uh, we are always talking about an approximation. These data points are important and rich But they are influenced by a lot of different uh, considerations for example this plateau uh, is probably explained by intellectual property considerations where the patented machines uh, have achieved a kind of a dominance where the industry is unable to move the price further down and as those patents are expiring and new types of machines are brought to the market that kind of resistance is broken, and new prices can uh, be uh, achieved uh, uh, rapidly. The next example that I I gave um, at the time was uh, concerning quantum computers, where the quantum computers uh, are, of course, a new type uh, of machine Uh, where we have the uh, ability of not only um, uh, growing the power uh, of the machine in proportion uh, with uh, its components, but actually uh, the power uh, is increasing uh, exponentially uh, with its components. The components themselves increase exponentially, and as a consequence, the power of the entire machine is going to be super exponential. It is going to be jolting. In particular, this chart uh, is for a very specific quantum computer uh, or a series of uh, uh, quantum computers by D-Wave systems. Uh, D-Wave has been very controversial because They are not pursuing a universal quantum computer. They have a very specific approach for what is called an annealing quantum computer uh, that uh, can be used for certain optimization problems and solving uh, the mathematical representations of those problems. The simplest uh, is uh, the problem of the traveling salesman that has to visit a certain number of cities and, Uh, understanding what is the best path that uh, uh, the traveling salesman can follow, uh, which cities to touch first and which ones to touch next, uh, is very complex, and it doesn't scale well. Uh, On classical computers, in order to solve this problem, uh, we would need astronomical computing times. And as we in the power of the classical computers, the time that is needed is not dropping fast enough. Um, Rather than a billion years, we only need half a billion years. Well, are we fine then? Of course, we are not fine. That is why classical computers applied to this problem are not a good solution. However, it is expected that with quantum computers, the problem can be reduced to a tractable problem instead and increasing the power of the quantum computer is going to reap uh, benefits out of proportion rather than half a billion years tomorrow we need a hundred years of quantum computing time well, still not good next year we need a day of quantum computer time pretty good And the year year after that, we need uh, a few seconds of quantum computer time. That is the kind of uh, reduction in computing time as the computing power increases that quantum computers promise to bring, making completely intractable problems tractable instead. Um, The next Um, example that I I brought uh, is uh, very uh, specific in the illustration uh, but uh, very general uh, in uh, the technology itself uh, which is uh, the increasing uh, power uh, of AI and many uh, of the examples that I am about to give uh, will be around uh, uh, this and so I will go back Um, to how and why AI is indeed a jolting technology and how AI is jolting in in many uh, different ways. But uh, before I do that, I want to stop at a couple of forecasts uh, that I uh, actually made. And uh, uh, one of the forecasts uh, is uh, uh, around the uh, power of uh, communications uh, that is going to experience uh, a, a jolting phase where two new technologies becoming available, uh, 5G mobile networks and swarms of low-Earth orbit satellites, especially Starlink um, from uh, SpaceX, um, are going to bring online uh, the additional 3-4 billion people uh, who are not today connected uh, to the internet at levels of performance that vastly exceed uh, what uh, would have been available even just apologies I am glad that I was able to stop my audio and coughed on mute uh, at uh, performances that would have been impossible even just a few years ago. The second uh, prediction that I made uh, is that uh, self-driving electric cars will have a jolting effect on the transportation industry and that most car companies of today will not survive with the exception of Tesla, in one or two others. So look around you, think about uh, the car brand that you like most. And uh, eh, within 10 years, for sure, but probably even five years from now, 90% of those car brands uh, will either uh, be bankrupt or. Uh, they will not be independent anymore, they will gain a few extra years of life having been bought by some other brand, uh, but will soon after that uh, uh, disappear as well. Uh, Another um, uh, half-joking remark that I made at the time is that yes, there is such a thing as a variable rate of uh, jolt, and that is called a jounce. Now, should we be concerned about jouncing technologies? Well, um, not for the next few years. Um, It will be hard enough uh, to uh, understand and use and apply jolting technologies as it is Uh, jouncing technologies are going to be an issue for artificial intelligences as they design their own world as they try to dominate uh, the evolution of their own technologies they will be scratching their heads and they will be saying hey by the way um is this uh, thing uh, just jolting or should we be concerned that it is already jouncing and the smartest of them will, as a matter of fact, conclude that uh, jouncing technologies uh, are important and that they should keep an eye on jouncing technologies. So uh, let's uh, keep moving uh, with uh, the uh, examples uh, that uh, that I mentioned. Um, Stanford University uh, two years ago published a, a report uh, on artificial intelligence uh, together with um, OpenAI uh, where they were analyzing a series of data points and as they were plotting these data points uh, on uh, um, the um logarithmic chart representing um, orders of magnitude uh, in the evolution of the power of ai systems uh, they very lazily concluded that a couple of linear interpolations in this was the right way to go now keep in mind this is a logarithmic chart So these two lines are actually representing two exponential curves with different coefficients. One of the most important coefficients of the exponential curve is the rate of doubling. So what basically they were saying is that AI systems followed Moore's law with a doubling of about a couple of years, a doubling rate, uh, of uh, two years um, from the 60s to around 2012. Uh, and then uh, there was a disruption. And since then, uh, the power of AI systems uh, increases uh, with a doubling rate uh, of approximately every four months. Now, is that okay? Well, at first approximation absolutely already realizing that an exponential trend can be non-constant is great and then pretending that uh, uh, there are two exponentials um, one on top of uh, the other fine why not but a more sophisticated view is to actually say that there is a jolting change uh, in uh, the evolution of uh, uh, the power of artificial intelligence. Because then you can conclude that rather than these four months being the new rhythm and uh, to expect that it will keep forever, uh, you realize, that the four months doubling rate is not going to be constant after all. Um, Which is what happened um, just a few months ago when uh, NVIDIA uh, in uh, their um, global um, conference uh, uh, at um, the... um, uh, uh announcing their their latest um uh, their latest um, um products and, and 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 services for their dev- developers um uh, moved uh to show that uh they are now looking at um a doubling rate of um of uh every two months and um i see that uh for some reason in this episode of uh the context uh the the, the chart where uh we are uh showing nvidia uh, announcing that is is uh, not included but let me see if i can actually find it nvidia um conference 2020 let me see if uh, very rapidly I can find it it is I think part one the coming age of AI there you go and I think it is around minute five let me see if I can find it very rapidly Uh, uh no uh bear with me just uh, a few more seconds i will then eventually uh, give up uh It may be uh, not in the first video, but in uh, one of the uh, other videos. Uh, There is this very nice. So this is part one, part four, three. uh, Where is part two? Uh, Creating new worlds. No, that is not it. Okay, Uh, we will we will find it eventually. So, what did NVIDIA announce? Well, NVIDIA announced that rather than seeing the power of AI doubling every four months like two years ago, they are now seeing the power of AI doubling every two months. So, from two years in 2012 to two months, sorry, to four months uh, in 2018 to two months in 2020. This is uh, the jolting power of uh, AI. Uh, Intel uh, as well um, has uh, um, declared the same. Intel is corralling uh, the power of uh, their ecosystem of hundreds uh, of uh, participants uh, in the industry in order to design and deploy uh, infrastructure uh, for cloud-based and edge-based AI computing that, uh, in four years, increases the power of these AI systems a thousandfold. Um, and, well, um, a very... Poignantly, uh, Elon Musk uh, was uh, explicit uh, when he uh, spoke uh, on Battery Day in September 2020, announcing the uh, innovations that uh, Tesla is uh, bringing uh, in their battery technology, reducing cost uh, um, and um, uh, the weight of the batteries, uh, improving. Uh, the energy density and uh, the uh, uh, distance uh, that the electric cars can uh, go between charges, reducing cost, uh, making the uh, uh, the the plants that are building the batteries uh, smaller, uh, uh, while increasing throughput, uh, even to the point of uh, inventing new types uh, of mining processes in order to extract the uh, uh, minerals needed uh, to build uh, the batteries in an ecologically sound uh, manner, uh, and uh, doing without uh, the uh, exotic minerals uh, that the industry was accused of using without regard uh, to the unethical uh, practices and labor exploitation in African countries. So a set of very, very important uh, innovations and uh, announcements. And then he added uh, something uh, very important. He said that the objectives of Tesla and SpaceX will not be reached in time if both are not able to increase the rate of innovation in their products. Now, innovation is what generates the exponential trends that we have become accustomed to. Increasing the rate of innovation is the very definition of jolting. So, Elon Musk is jolting. Now, um, what I uh, want to um, show... uh, at the end uh, of our uh, meeting today, is uh, the launch of uh, the Jolting Technologies course. Uh, When you go to uh, jolting.co, you uh, can uh, scroll uh, through the uh, website and uh, uh, you can uh, then click on any uh, of these icons. I would recommend uh, that you click uh, on the first uh, and start with the uh, introduction to the Jolting Technologies uh, course. When you sign up, uh, you get uh, your first month for free. Uh, so don't hesitate, you can cancel anytime. And in the meantime, you get access to all the courses in the, in the catalog. I am adding new courses on uh, an approximately monthly basis. So you will always have uh, something new to learn as uh, I explore and share with you my analysis around the jolting technologies and how they are impacting uh, the world uh, around us. The jolting technologies uh, uh, courses uh, are uh, divided in uh, many units and each unit is composed uh, of, a, of a short uh, five, uh, six-minute uh, video uh, where I introduce uh, the, the topic at hand, uh, you can, as a consequence, um, uh, learn the, the video uh, very, very uh, easily um, uh, wherever you are, Uh, in your daily commute or preparing breakfast or taking a break from work uh, or um, um, getting uh, ready to go to bed, uh, you will always have uh, five, six minutes uh, to absorb uh, a particular topic. If you prefer reading rather than uh, watching a video, Uh, The material is also available um, uh, as a transcription uh, and uh, there is an interactive um, explorer uh, of the topics uh, that are uh, represented and their uh, relationships. So you will be able to uh, explore and understand uh, why these uh, uh, topics matter. Uh, what is uh, the uh, uh, relationship uh, between them, and and how uh, you can uh, understand them ever more uh, deeply? Um, as you go uh, through the various uh, uh, units, uh, there are um, always uh, opportunities to get uh, deeper uh, in the in the topics uh, that uh, that we are looking at, uh, um, and uh, if you want to uh, really explore uh, one topic uh, or another, uh, there is a set of uh, curated uh, uh, websites where you can go uh, deeper in the in the various uh, um, various uh, um, technologies, and uh, there is a dynamic, uh, ever evolving a set of um, uh, of um, articles uh, that uh, are also available uh, to you Uh, after you complete uh, uh, the um, uh, course uh, you receive a certificate uh, that uh, uh, you completed the course and you can start with the next one Uh, and um, there is Uh, um, a monthly uh, Q&A session where you can ask questions and vote on the questions asked by others. And uh, there is uh, a a session dedicated to the subscribers to the course uh, that uh, uh, you can participate in uh, where um, I will answer your questions. And, and, And that is I would say, an important difference uh, with how traditional learning happens. Uh, Here, it is kind of the opposite, where you can take all the time that you need and any time that you want in learning um, what is uh, a material where you are relatively more passive, watching the video, reading the, uh, the, the, the various components. But when you really want to interact, when you want to ask questions, when you want uh, your doubts uh, answered, or or if something is unclear, clarified, well, that is where we dedicate synchronous time and explore uh, for an hour, for two hours, for as long as it is needed. Uh, and um, when you ask a question, it's fine. If you don't have a question, you can still vote on the questions uh, asked by others. And we have the most interesting questions that matter to the most of you uh, bubble up in the in the sequence. And then I give you the opportunity to ask a follow-on question uh, if your question was indeed interesting and, and it was stimulating for everyone else. So this is the way... Uh, that uh, the uh, jolting technologies uh, courses uh, are uh, structured now now one of the reasons why uh, this um, uh, matters uh, in my opinion uh, is because the danger of uh, not understanding the um, the uh, jolting technologies and uh, and what is happening in the world uh, is even larger uh, than what we uh, thought uh, it could be uh, when we were quotation marks only talking about um, the power of exponential technologies. Uh, the price of not understanding Uh, exponential technologies uh, could have been uh, that of a business model that uh, wouldn't work anymore, uh, of uh, uh, an enterprise uh, going bankrupt and actually opening up the space for others uh, to come in and to innovate and to capture uh, the value that the dying uh, incumbent uh, left uh, available on the market. But uh, with uh, jolting technologies, uh, our potential inability to observe and understand the world runs the risk of a fragmentation of reality. And this fragmentation is the consequence of our innate desire uh, of understanding. But without having the tools for that understanding, uh, we uh, have our pattern matching ability that goes into overdrive. Uh, We resort to superstitions. We fall prey to conspiracy theories, all in the frantic um, hope of being able to build a a view of the world where we have dignity, where we matter. But unfortunately, based on superstitions and conspiracy theories, that worldview cannot be a coherent model of reality. Maybe it will last a few weeks or a few months or a few years, but when it fractures... This fragmented reality will expose the profound dread of uh, hopelessness, of being completely disenfranchised, of uh, being uh, completely without purpose, of not having any say in in what is going on in the world. So. If it were, um, if it already was crucial, from the point of view of of your business and many other ways, to understand the power of exponential technologies, the need of understanding jolting technologies is actually existential, individually as a human being, and overall. As a human civilization, it is crucial. It is something that we cannot afford not to do. So that is why uh, I am um, so keen to have you all participate uh, to read and learn. Um, Every example that I gave today is available. Um, You can watch the episodes of the context where I talk about them for 15, 20 minutes each of these examples. And then please uh, come uh, to jolting.co and sign up in order to be equipped with the mindset and the tools to understand the world and to be an active participant thank you thank you very much and see you in the next uh, episode of searching for the question live